Please stay tuned for important disclosure information at the conclusion of this episode. It ain't what you don't know that gets you into trouble. It's what you know for sure that just ain't so. Great wisdom by Mark Twain. Stock market can go three ways, up, down, and sideways. Why is your portfolio only making money when the markets go up? This is Robert Kuhn. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Destination Retirement. I am Robert Kuhn. I'm the host and founder of Kuhn Capital Partners. We're independent. We are a registered investment advisor. We utilize our new generation retirement system. It's a holistic approach to retirement planning. Five steps that incorporates three hallmarks of our firm, fiduciary, transparency, and technology. If you've listened to the show, you know we have two guiding principles as a firm. We want to make sure that your money lasts as long as you do, and we want to deliver financial peace of mind, whatever that means to you. If you'd like to start the conversation, please just go to kuhncp.com, click on the red Meet with an Advisor button, or you can give us a call, 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. You can also text us to that number as well. When you're on the website, we did start a new blog, uh, so I encourage you to read that. We're going to update that hopefully frequently. And we also added our Generational Vault uh, page for clients that work with us. They know the power of what the Generational Vault is and what it does for them and the peace of mind that it can provide. Uh, there's a great video on the website, so I really encourage you uh, to go to kuhncp.com, click on G Vault on the right, and it'll take you there and give the video a watch. And there's also an opportunity to uh, uh, complete your uh, risk tolerance or your risk score there as well. So this show is going to be a little different. Obviously, things in the market are crazy. Um, there is so much going on in the world. We did have our interest rate, first interest rate hike in some time happen this week. They still are uh, saying anyways that they're going to increase rates four or five, six times. Price stability and full employment is the Fed's mandate. Um, I think the, they're trying to get away from the Fed put, which means if the markets go down, that the Fed is going to be there to bail them out. I think if the market went down 20%, 30%, and it was orderly and not all in one or two or three days or something like a 2008, I think the Fed would be happy. So I think the Fed wants to uh, well, I don't think the Fed wants to do anything, but I think they're forced to raise rates. They're taking liquidity out of the system. It's going to be a lot more challenging over the next one, two, three, five, seven years. So with that, let's get into this show. It's going to be the alternative show, uh, alternative to kind of what you're doing now, because we all sound good as financial advisors, at least most of us. I, I guess I'm saying that I sound good. It probably comes across very arrogant, but I think that most advisors uh, talk a very good game. And generally it comes to one of two things, not losing money or trying to convince you that it's okay not to lose money near term because you have a long-term time horizon. Well, that may all of those may be true, but I don't care if I have a one-year time horizon or a 50-year time horizon. Why does that mean I should lose 10? You know, well, 10% is kind of that number, 10 to 15 is you're just going to experience that. But why should I lose 20, 30, 40, 50% of uh, an asset over a period of a year, for example? So I want to give you some alternatives on the show. And they're just going to be rapid fire. I do see all of the downloads are fantastic. The number of downloads are up and to the right. And I want to thank all of the listeners. I know people who uh, have listened for a long time, they're now just starting to reach out. And if that is you, 
and you have any finance-related questions, we're here for you. We're here to answer any questions that you may or may not have. We, if you have any thoughts or you want to challenge kind of what you're doing currently, just reach out to us, 630-492-1912. That's what we're here for. So it's, it's certainly, uh, we're very pleased with the trajectory of the podcast. We are going on air in South Florida. We're very, very happy about that. Uh, so that, I believe, will start next week, kind of in that Southwest Corridor, Fort Myers, Naples, in, in that general vicinity. Uh, so we're very, very excited about that. Now, that show is going to be different, uh, different market, obviously, um, I think different, you know, thoughts and needs for that show. So on the podcast, or, you know, we do podcast this show as well, but on the website, you're going to see that podcast as well. Now, that show is only going to be uh, 30 minutes. That's all that the time availability that they had. So 30 minutes is fine with us. So that show is going to be more on tax strategies, principal protection strategies, driving, you know, maximum um, income. So if you listen to this show and you go to the podcast to see it, you're going to start to see that show as well and give it a listen. So uh, we're, we're happy uh, to do that. And hopefully you'll, you'll get something uh, out of that show as well. So uh, with that being said, let's get to the alternative show and let's get to kind of alternative talking points. And I've wrote down, uh, I've written down rather uh, a handful of ones that I think that you should um, know and, and um, you know, especially given the market. I think we're conditioned over the last 13 years that everybody buys the dip. You buy the dip and then it spikes up. You buy the dip and it spikes up. And a lot of times now, at least what I am reading and the statistics that I follow uh, institutions are more net sellers of rallies than they are of just holding uh, pat and, and, and trying to buy those rallies. So I think the markets are challenging and on their own, they're, they're challenging. Rising interest rates, rapid inflation, slowing, uh, certainly slowing down. Uh, many companies are, are certainly uh, growth is slowing. And then you take into consideration the Fed uh, reducing the liquidity I think the good advisors, the good portfolios are, are going to be recognized within the next 6 to 12 to 18 months. So very, very pleased about that. Okay, so let's get into uh, investing 101. So really simple. Do you have an investment plan and an investment policy statement? Those are very basic strategies. Those are very basic concepts. You don't have to have a tremendous amount of money if you have $100,000 or more of investable assets. It is complimentary for us at for clients to create your uh, investment plan, your investment policy statement. Just saying that, you know, you may not, you know, fully recognize the power of that. So I want to put it in context and kind of, you know, equate it to flying a plane. Um, would you get into a plane if the pilots up front did not have a flight plan, a documented flight plan of here's exactly what we're going to do? Now, you can deviate from that, and we'll get into that uh, in a minute, but you wouldn't. And why are you investing if you don't have a financial plan? Because the financial plan is your flight plan. It's your plan to take you from point A to point B with the least amount of risk as possible. And it's just like what the guys and gals up front do. They want to get you from point A to point B with the least amount of risk. So do you have an investment plan, a, a financial plan? So if you don't, Give us a call, 630-492-1912. We'll help construct that. Uh, we'll help if you have one, but it hasn't been looked at like most people's. Uh, we'll update it for you, 630-492-1912. So most people 
will have a financial plan when they start, but it's the updating that is the most important because the markets change. And if you've listened to the show, you know I say over and over again a couple, two, two things. First, as when you look at endowments, you look at institutions and you look at pension funds, et cetera, institutional money, as economic and market data points change, they change along with them. That is, in my belief, why they constantly outperform the individual, because the individual, the individual advisor, they don't change. No matter what's going on in the market, they just simply don't change. And, and that's why people ride that roller coaster, you know, up and down. And then the next statistic that I use over and over again is my trusty Microsoft statistic. If you bought and held Microsoft in 2000, it took you 16 years to get back to even. Now, I'm going to make an addition to that. During the 10 years from 2000 to 2010, Microsoft's earnings tripled. Yet you bought in 2000, you were still underwater, and it took you an additional six years to get back to even. So valuations matter. So that was just a little side note. But do you have a a flight plan? Well, the next one is, do you have an investment policy statement? So when you look at what the pilots do up front, they have a checklist. If something goes wrong, they go right to their checklist. They, that's just exactly what they do. Even if something doesn't go wrong, they're going to their checklist because if they don't, the possibility of, of something just absolutely tragic happening is so high. So do you have an investment policy statement? Well, that's your investment policy statement. I don't care if you have a hundred thousand or $10 million, that is your kind of your checklist. If the markets do this, we do that. If the markets do uh, if, if we can invest in this, we can invest in that. So those are two things that I think are very fundamental on what you absolutely positively must have. And if you don't, we're here to help you uh, create those. We're here to talk about why you don't have those. And uh, if you do have them, but you're not happy with them or you're not happy with the uh, stress that you've been feeling, well, then we're here to challenge those uh, financial plan assumptions and the investment policy assumptions. So that is something that we want to make sure that you have. It's a core tenant to any investment plan. And again, $100,000 or more, it's complimentary with our, with our firm. Okay, so let's get into bonds. So we're, again, we're doing the alternative show this week, so bonds. You know, most people have bonds. You may not fully understand what bonds are. Uh, you may own individual bonds. You may own bond ETFs. You may own bond mutual funds, but you own bonds. And what bonds have done for you historically is they've been safe and they've made you money. And I don't want to get into the calculus of bonds uh, because it'll bore you to death. Um, But as interest rates go down, bond prices go up. So to say that bonds have been safe, that has been a very accurate statement since the mid 80s. You know, I'm going to be plus or minus here in a minute or plus or minus uh, a percent or two. But I think bonds, uh, interest rates topped out at 16, 17% in the mid 80s. And you, you know where they're at today. So bonds have gone up. Bonds have been a portfolio stabilizer. Well, it's the exact opposite when interest rates start to rise and start to rise rapidly. So we just saw our first interest rate hike this week. Uh, they say we're going to have five, six, seven more rate hikes. I don't know if that's accurate or not, but that's what they're telling us. I think they're telegraphing to individuals. I think they're telegraphing to financial advisors. And I think they're telegraphing to mostly the market that here is what we're going to do to tame inflation. The Fed's goal is full employment, maximum employment, and price stability. 
So that I think they're very serious about. So many people have not, what I've said about bonds has kind of fallen on deaf ears because rates haven't even started to rapidly rise. Now, there's a good chance that you're down, but I don't think there's a chance that if we see the interest rates rise, uh, rises that we are going to see, I think you could easily be down double digits and maybe high double digits uh, in your bond portfolio. So we, there is a chance that equities go down and your bonds go down. So the alternative to uh, bonds, there are two. Uh, and we're going to get into them uh, in the next segment, but a bank autocallable note, I'll give you, uh, it's a one-year note that we did. Again, every investment that I speak about, it has risks, it has concerns, it has rewards, it has good points, bad points. It may be for you, it may not be for you. I'm giving you examples of what we're seeing out there today. So don't take what I'm saying as individualized investment advice because it's not. We need to have a conversation. But when we come back, uh, we'll talk about the two alternatives to bonds. Uh, one of them that was a one-year auto callable bank note that paid 5.2%. And uh, we'll go over another option as well to some fixed income holdings. So if you'd like to get in touch with us, simply go to the website, KUHNCP.com, KUHNCP.com. Click on the red meet with us tab, and we will schedule a time to have a conversation, a meeting in person, Zoom, over the phone, whatever you're most comfortable with. Also check out our new blog and our generational vault. There's a great video there that I hope you'll take some time to watch. So more after the break. Would you like your portfolio to be more certain in uncertain times? These days, there are more questions than ever. Before we can get to the answers, we have a question for you. What do you want to accomplish? Understanding the bigger picture is the first step to helping you pursue your goals today, tomorrow, and for generations to come. To schedule a complimentary call with Robert, please call 800-674-3217. Again, that's 800-674-3217. With Kuhn Capital Partners, partnership isn't just a promise, it's in our name. Welcome back. You're listening to Destination Retirement. I'm Robert Kuhn. I'm the president and founder of Kuhn Capital Partners. We're independent. We're a registered investment advisor and fiduciary. We utilize our new generation retirement system. It's a holistic approach to retirement planning. Five steps includes three hallmarks of our firm, fiduciary, transparency, and technology. Hopefully, you know by now that we have two guiding principles as a firm. Make sure your money lasts as long as you do, and we want to deliver financial peace of mind to you and your family, whatever that is for you. If you'd like to get in touch with us and start the conversation, KUHNCP.com, KUHNCP.com. Click on the red Meet with, a, Meet with an Advisor button. Also visit our blog and our generational vault page. It's called G Vault. A lot of great information there for you as well. Or give us a call, 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. So uh, the alternative show. So we're going over alternatives, alternatives to what you're currently doing, alternatives to thoughts that you currently may have, alternatives to basically what you've been told. So hopefully I w would envision that this show over time uh, would be the most downloaded. So if uh, you want to listen to the podcast, we do podcast this show. Uh, go to the website and you can do that as well. And please send it on to people who may need to hear it. I think it's, uh, you know, we're trying to uh, make sure in this trying time in the market, all of the uncertainty geopolitically, interest rate wise, market wise, I think people need to hear the story. And so we're excited to, uh, to get that message out. So we talked about investment policy statement and financial plan in the beginning, the first segment. 
again, those are two must-haves. You know, hopefully you have them. Hopefully they're updated on a consistent and regular basis. And it would have helped you during periods like this. You know, we've, uh, our growth portfolio uh, manager has been uh, almost 50% cash since January 19th. And it's, again, it's the investment policy statement. The markets do this. This is what we do. It doesn't mean our clients aren't feeling pain uh, because they are. Everybody's feeling pain. But having, you know, 50% cash, it's certainly limited the downside. But at some point, it's going to turn into opportunity. So rather than trying to use all of those future gains just to get back to where you were, which is going to happen if you're fully invested, well, in theory, managers with cash can put them to work at lower prices. And then they're just going to, you know, rapidly make up for those losses and then actually compound money, which is what we're here to do is compound your money. And the greatest uh, destroyer of compound uh, gains is portfolio losses. So let's get into bonds on the alternative show. Next, we're going to talk about bonds. So we talked towards the last part of the segment, uh, the first segment, that, yeah, you know, most people don't understand what bonds are. What they think they are is they're boring, they're safe, they don't pay a whole lot, uh, but everybody needs them. Well, that's been a very accurate statement since the mid-'80s. It may not be so accurate today and going forward. And we're not saying that you don't need something inside of your portfolio to act as a portfolio stabilizer. But if we see interest rates rise at the rate that they're telling us they are going to increase them, you could lose 10, 15, 20% on your bond portfolios. And I think advisors, I think individuals, I think they're asleep at the wheel. And we have to make sure that that does not happen because if the markets go down as well, well, what inside of your portfolio is doing well? So we want to prevent that. So a couple alternatives to bonds. Uh, one is a, uh, an auto-callable bank note. And uh, again, I want to preface this by saying that this is not individual investment advice. This is for informational purposes only. Um, there are pros, there are cons. It may be good for you. It may not be good for you. It's something that if you have an interest in, you need to call 630-492-1912. And we need to set up a conversation to go about the pros, the cons, the risks, the rewards, and see if it makes sense for you. So that being said, uh, last week, uh, we have a lot of clients who have cash, sell a building, sell a business. Uh, for whatever reason, they have cash or they have had large bond portfolios and they're worried about interest rates. So last week, we did a Morgan Stanley auto callable note. That note does bring in a sliver of, of equity risk, but it's very simple. This strategy is used overseas all the time by the private banks here domestically, you know, all the time. It's just not used in the kind of 100000 to $5 million space, though that type of investor I don't know why. I think it's a It's not a complicated topic. But again, I think when you look at the financial advice business, the goal is to get everybody to be a client as quick as they can. And when you introduce an element of or, or strategy that's new, it takes time for clients to digest it, to understand it. Uh, and we're okay with that because we want to bring you the best strategy that's going to give you the most amount of uh, return with the least amount of risk. So we did an auto-callable banknote, really simple, tracks three indices. This one happened to track the uh, S&P, the NASDAQ, and the Russell. So it was one year. So on the day of the trade, uh, they lock in the value of whatever those indices are. They look at that uh, index, one, those three indexes, one year from the day of purchase. And as long as, in this instance, as long as the three indexes was not down 50%, the client got 52 
So think about that. So yes, are we bringing in a sliver of equity risk? Well, of course, you have 50% downside before you lose a penny. Um, and for that, you had a one-year strategy that was going to pay you 5.2%. So a lot of people are very, very comfortable with 50% downside to get 5.2%, especially for their fixed income money. You can remove interest rate risk. You can move, remove all of that and um, you know, uh, get what I consider to be a really, really good fixed uh, income uh, rate of return. We also did one, there's one actually live right now, same, same bank, Morgan Stanley Auto Callable Bank Note. It only had 30% downside protection. So three indices, this one was the S&P, the, uh, um, uh, the Russell 2000 and the Dow. So again, it'll lock in at trade those values as long as those, va the, those three indices, the least performing is not down. This one was 30%. A year from now, the client receives 8%. So in essence, you had 30% downside protection for 8%. So you can ladder those like bonds. They're, you know, we only use ones that are issued by the biggest banks, uh, you know, Morgan Stanley, Bank America, um, JP Morgan Chase, Goldman Sachs, Barclays. I mean, you know, the list is they're, they're tier one, you know, banks, but they always track an equity index. You always have downside protection of some level, and then you get paid a coupon for uh, the year. Now that's one year notes. If you want to go out two year, three year, four year, uh, they look even more attractive. So that is a very good alternative to bonds. So if you have a lot of bonds in your portfolio, Let's look at strategies like that, that we can ladder, that we can continuously roll over, especially as rates start to rise, rather than just owning a bond ETF, a bond mutual fund, or individual bonds and watching that money go down potentially 5, 10, 15, 20%. So that's a great alternative. It's a conversation that we're having an awful lot of. If you want to have that conversation to learn more, if it could be right for you, discuss the pros, the cons, the risks, the rewards, et cetera. Give us a call, 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. Okay, let's get into another alternative to bonds. So another alternative to bonds are fixed index annuities. And, you know, a lot of times when you say annuities, people either love them or they hate them. Well, again, newsflash, annuities of yesterday are not annuities of today. The They have changed dramatically. It doesn't mean that there are some great ones and there are some bad ones. And when we look at a strategy, it's what is the purpose of the money? So if we're trying to use an index annuity to get equity-like returns, it could happen, but the probability is that it's not. And if you're being sold that it could, again, you're unfortunately, you know, somebody's not being uh, honest with you of, of what the purpose of the index annuity are. So when you look at the annuity space, the you have variable annuities. It's something that we generally, uh, well, we don't use. They're expensive. Um, we don't see a real benefit to the income that people tell you you're getting 6% guaranteed, 7% guaranteed. I mean, you're, you're really not. I mean, for income purposes, maybe, but it's not really on your money. Um, immediate annuities right now, you know, something probably where interest rates are at that maybe are not as appealing, but the fixed index annuity has become appealing for many reasons as a bond alternative, to, as a bond proxy. So there is no fee that is in most of them. And, and again, saying index annuity is like saying cars. There's great ones. There's bad ones. There's ones that pay advisors big commissions. There's ones that pay advisors less commission. Um, we've identified two that we utilize um, out of probably 100 
that we think for many reasons are going to give our clients a great rate of return with um, absolutely no downside risk. And so how we're positioning index annuities in our portfolio, again, we talked about structured notes. The way you build a structured note is very similar to the way you build an index annuity with certainly some differences. One's offered by a bank, one's offered from an insurance company. But when you have interest rate risk today, when you could lose money in your bond portfolio and it could be substantial, what about looking at a strategy in an index annuity space that could be five years, could be seven years, could be 10 years, could be 14 years. I mean, it's, it's kind of like a bond duration, right? There are all over the board, but a strategy that had absolute 100% principal protection, so you can't lose a penny. Uh, any gain that is given to you in a year is locked, at least in the one that we use, is locked in that year, and it tracks indexes that you absolutely know and we can mathematically look at. They're not some hypothetical index that was, you know, like all of these index annuities are using that, um, you know, we don't know how it's going to, um, to really respond. So again, is the strategy perfect? No, but I mean, I've seen the index annuity that we utilize that returns six to 8% over the worst 10-year period, the best 10-year period, and the last 10-year uh, period. And if we look at that, as a bond proxy, yes, it pays us a commission. I mean, you don't pay it. It comes from the insurance company. I don't like to say that because I think we all pay it somehow, right? But you put in $100,000, $100,000 goes to work for you. And yes, there's a time commitment. But you look at what you're getting. I mean, if, if we can get anywhere in that 4 to 8%, well, that is another fantastic bond alternative. So it's all about positioning. We have clients who have substantial means that can't get enough of those strategies because when they have fixed income and they realize what they could lose as interest rates start to rise, this strategy has some rules you have to play within, of course, like anything, but your principal's protected. Any gain gotten in a, in a year is, is locked in, never to be given back. And historically, at least the one that we're utilizing, uh, has has delivered between six and eight percent a year. Many people will use that as a hedge. Many people will use that as a bond alternative, and even some people will use it as an equity component. We prefer not to, but again, it's not our money. But we had just have to look at kind of you know what is what what are we trying to solve for? So bonds. I think there are two viable alternatives in the bond space. Both have pros. Both have cons that we have to look at. It may only be 25% of your portfolio. It may be 50% of your portfolio. We don't know. But rather than just sit there and watch your bonds potentially go down, maybe significantly, especially as interest rates start to rise, uh, that's not the answer. So we have to have those conversations. Uh, next segment, we're going to talk about buy and hold. What's an alternative to buy and hold? So we're going to take a break. And when we come back again, we'll talk about buy and hold. And we will uh, provide some actionable ideas for you. So this is Decoding Wall Street. I am Robert Kuhn. A couple ways to get in touch with us. Give us a call, 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912, uh, or visit the website, kuhncp.com, kuhncp.com. Click on the red meet with an advisor button. And while you're there, please check out our new blog and also our new generational vault tab. It's called G Vault and give the video a watch. Are you considering buying an annuity? Or did you buy an annuity because you were promised stock market-like returns with no downside? If you own the wrong annuity, there is a great chance you've experienced little to no growth over the past few years. 
In many instances, the insurance agent received more in commission than many have in actual investment growth. If you'd like to learn more about our annuity repair strategy, please call Robert, 800-674-3217. Again, that's 800-674-3217. With Kuhn Capital Partners, partnership isn't just a promise, it's in our name. Welcome back, I'm Robert Kuhn. This is Destination Retirement. I'm the host and founder and president of Kuhn Capital Partners. We're independent, we're a fiduciary. We want to make sure that your money lasts as long as you do and uh, provide financial peace of mind, whatever that is for you. Uh, this is our alternative show. Help us challenge conventional wisdom, conventional advice. You can help us challenge that by passing this show on. I wanna do all we can to make sure that uh, this show is the most downloaded and listened to podcast because I think it's the most actionable show that I've done in years. So going over conventional wisdom, especially given the market, if you'd like to get in touch with us, 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912, or go to the website, kuhncp.com, kuhncp.com, click on the red meet with an advisor button. Also, while you're there, check out our new blog page and check out our new generational vault page. It's a great video. You can do your risk tolerance there. Really, really uh, valuable information. That's G Vault. It's right next to the blog page on the website. So hopefully you've gotten a lot out of the show. I know this show is a little different, uh, but this is kind of what I thought would be the greatest way to make the most amount of impact or for me to have the most amount of impact given what's going on in the world because uh, it's crazy. And it's um, it, the risk is absolutely positively off the charts. I still see people thinking that the market's going to snap back. It may do that, but you can't have a portfolio that's going to succeed by only having the market go up. So we talked a lot about financial planning, investment policy statement, if you have them, what they should be there for. If you don't, why? We talked about two bond alternatives, both viable bond alternatives, pros and cons to both. Uh, but hopefully that stimulates you to think and have a conversation and have that conversation with us. Want to get into buy and hold right now. Uh, it's a hot button. It's probably the most challenged theory on uh, Wall Street. And when it comes to investing, you have to look at who does buy and hold investing benefit? Well, it benefits whoever you're buying, holding, investing with. If it's the advisor, he's getting paid. If it's the fund manager or the ETF manager, they're getting paid. So they want you to buy and hold. And buy and hold has become buy and forget. You know, you can't time the market. You can't play defense. All of that is nonsense. It's because you absolutely positively can. Doesn't mean you can call every top and every bottom. I mean, that, that's crazy. But if you buy and hold, basically what you're saying, especially if you're doing it on your own or you start with an investment advisor, if you're buying and holding to that allocation and rebalancing back to that allocation at a set period of time, whether it's monthly, quarterly, annually, what have you, you're basically telling yourself that the risk reward in the market is the exact same on the, as it was on that date that you determined the asset allocation. Kind of sounds funny, right? But that is the reality of it. So buy and hold works. And when we look at you know periods of time, it doesn't work. If you've listened to the show or if we've talked, we think, you know, in simplistic terms that, you know, our investment process or anybody's investment process is really a three-legged stool. You have the buy leg, you have the hold leg, and you have the sell leg. 
The problem is everybody does the buy leg well. Everybody does the hold leg well. Very few people do the sell leg well. But that is the, you know, in my mind, that is the most important leg. What is going to make you sell an investment? If you want to stutter or, or uh, get a, um, not stutter, but if you want to trip up an advisor, ask them what makes you sell something. I mean, that is the single best question, I think, uh, that, you know, that you can ask somebody. Everybody knows when to buy. I mean, that's easy. You give an advisor, you know, you come to him with a million dollars in cash, there's probably a chance he's going to dump a million dollars in the market the next day. I think that's absolutely positively wrong to do. But ask somebody, what makes you sell? And if that answer can't be articulated with precise reasoning, precise mathematical, statistical-based uh, explanation, then you're just at the mercy of whether the market goes up or the market goes down. Before, you needed a lot of money to have access to these types of strategies, the institutional strategies that use mathematics, statistics, algorithms that have destroyed the market over, you know, you look at, you know, one of the growth managers that we utilize uh, from 2000, um, you know, their gross return is, is in the neighborhood of 1400% versus the market at around 750, 800%. So the fact that you can't beat the market is craziness. Institutions, think about the banks. Do you think they just buy and hold with their own money? Absolutely, positively not. So buy and hold works at some times. It doesn't work at other times. And if you've listened to the show, I said it earlier in the first segment, as data points change, you have to change. It's hard for you to do. It's hard for a retail advisor to do because they're doing it with gut feel. That's why we're asset allocators. That's why we bring in institutional managers that rely simply on mathematics, statistics, algorithms. It's not emotional. It's repeatable. It's provable. It has performance that you can see in every single market. And you don't have access to them, generally speaking, because they don't work with individuals. They work with advisors who then bring their clients to them. So story, we, we, we had a new client come on board and, and you know, had what I consider to be significant means. And he was in an index fund portfolio and it simply went as the market went. And, th and that's just not good enough. If you have really anything over a hundred thousand dollars, now this client had a lot more than that. So, you know, don't buy into the buy and hold philosophy that you have to buy and forget. Anytime I start talking about defense, which means, you know, using cash as a way not to lose money or to minimize losses and then ultimately use it as an offensive tool to put new money to work at lower prices, you know, people start to think, oh, well, you're trying to time the market or they're trying to time the market. Not absolutely positively, not at all. Get out of that, that mode of thinking. And the best thing is you have $100,000, you can get access to these strategies. Strategy that we're using today on the growth side uh, for our, uh, the majority of our clients is sitting 50% cash. Doesn't mean those clients haven't lost money because they have, but, the losses are minimized. They went to cash in January, January 18th, 19th, somewhere in that area, 50%. And that money will be redeployed at much lower prices, which then will become offensive. So where a client that is just has 100% invested, they're going to have to use all of those future gains to just get back to where, to where they were here. We're going to actually be able to compound that money much quicker than a buy and hold type strategy. So buy and hold, it's not buy and forget. There are periods of buy and hold works. There are periods of time that it doesn't. You have to have a manager that has the flexibility to not care if I need to be 100% cash to save your principal 
from massive mean down markets or if I need to be 100% invested because the risk reward is there. So let's have that conversation about buy and hold. I'll have it all day long. And the great thing is it's $100,000 and you can get access to these strategies that in many instances, you know, was easily seven figures just a handful of years ago. So give us a call, 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. And when we're looking at performance, this is one I didn't have written down, but when we're looking at performance, and you're looking at an advisor that shows performance, you have to make sure that it's not back-tested data, that it's real data. Here's the real performance. It, they report into GIPS, it's real performance. It's not some hypothetical model that shows you 20 years worth of performance, but oh, we've only been using it for a year in real world scenarios. So that's a big, big hot button. And so if you've been shown any kind of crazy numbers that make you scratch your head, uh, reach out to me. I'll help you identify if it's real or if it's back-tested. And we'll go over, um, you know, kind of the pros and cons there. Because have you ever seen back-tested numbers that look bad? I mean, who is going to simulate returns and then show them to a client that looks bad? You know, we just don't put a whole lot of stock or any stock, candidly, in, in back-tested numbers. So 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. Okay, let's get to asset allocation. Here's what most people do. You take a risk assessment, uh, risk tolerance questionnaire, whether in person or on the computer, and you come up with being a moderate growth investor. But full disclosure, I have no idea what a moderate growth investor is. I mean, I think that is so 1980s. Um, you know, trying to fill all Morningstar style boxes where, you know, you don't know what asset class is going to perform well, so you want to own all of them. Yeah, I don't think so. You know, maybe in the 80s, the early 90s that worked, but today, with the evolution of computers and computer computing power, um, that probably isn't going to give you the best risk reward. It's kind of like index funds. When you own index funds, you own the good and you own the bad. I mean, in a ripping bull market, there are periods of time to own those, but it's a stock picker's market today. We think that um, you know the, the passive investing strategy hasn't truly been tested like it's going to be tested today. So we think stock picking is, is the way to go. And when you look at asset allocation, we want to use go anywhere managers. Do you really care if your returns come from large growth or small growth or international versus large value? You, don't, you shouldn't care because gains are gains. So again, when you're working with a financial advisor and they are going to manage your money, what you want is you want to have a manager, a strategy in place that can go anywhere at any time, no matter what the asset class is, to number one, protect your money, and number two, to grow it as fast as it can be grown based upon your tolerance of risk. So trying to own small, mid, large growth, value, international, emerging markets, et cetera, it, it, it can be done that way. But again, I mean, that, that, that's just yesterday, in my opinion. You want a manager that has the flexibility to go anywhere. And it's the advisor's job is to manage each manager that you have so they're not all speaking the same language and the return drivers are going to be different for each. That is the greatest determining factor of your success. If you have to look at CNBC or whatever your favorite news channel is to see if the market was up, if you made money, or if the market was down, if you lost money, you really have one return driver in up market. That's not good enough. We want to have three, four different return drivers where they can make money 
no matter what happens in the market, or better, you know, let me say that a little bit more clear, they don't need the market to go up to make money. So asset allocation, buy and hold, those are the two most overused phrases in the industry. What we look at as far as asset allocation or buy and hold is substantially different than I promise you what you do and what 99% of advisors do out there. So if you want maximum flexibility, if you want to have the maximum flexibility to prevent losses, you have to look at asset allocation and buy and hold differently. Because when you lose money, when you lose 10%, 15%, 20%, 25%, which happens, this is investing. You want to minimize those losses, so you want to use cash. But let's think about the subsequent rebound. If you lose that type of money, you're going to waste all of those precious gains just to get back to even. Where if you had a strategy in place that had cash, yeah, it's painful right now. There's no doubt. Clients listening, I get it. 50% cash is certainly not as painful as the market, but at some point, that money is going to be put to work in theory at lower levels. And when the markets do rebound, at some point they will. We don't know if it's today, tomorrow, next year, three years, five years from now. Well, they're going to be able to recoup those losses much faster than being fully invested. So we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to uh, talk about income. Uh, we're going to talk about Social Security maximization and a couple other alternative topics that I have. So you're listening to Robert Kuhn, Destination Retirement. If you'd like to get in touch with us, go to KUHNCP.com, KUHNCP.com. Click on Meet with an Advisor, or you can give us a call, 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. More after the break. Hoping is good. Knowing is better. You are unique, and your investments and plans should reflect that. Investors today want defined outcomes, not investments that simply track the stock market up and down. Did you know most of all mutual funds and managed accounts by prospectus must stay fully invested no matter how good or bad the stock market is? There is a better way. We want our clients to use portfolio gains to compound their investments, not make up for portfolio losses. Schedule a complimentary call with Robert. With Kuhn Capital Partners, partnership isn't just a promise, it's in our name. Welcome back. You're listening to Destination Retirement. I'm Robert Kuhn. I'm the host and president and founder of Kuhn Capital Partners. We're independent. We're a registered investment advisor and fiduciary. Three hallmarks of our firm, fiduciary transparency and the use of technology. We have two guiding principles. We want to make sure your money lasts as long as you do. And we want to deliver financial peace of mind to you and your family, whatever that is. If you'd like to start the conversation, anything investment related, visit the website, KUHNCP.com, KUHNCP.com. Click on the red meet with an advisor tab, complete that. Someone from my team will reach out. Or if you'd like to give us a call, you can do that as well. 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. So hopefully this show you've you know, really gotten something out of it. I mean, I think that's the goal of every show, but this one I wanted to challenge conventional thoughts, conventional wisdom, and advice that is being given in that $100,000 to kind of $10 million client. I think a lot of times you're not getting or receiving advice that you couldn't replicate easily on your own. You know, we're big believers that most advisors provide nothing but a closet index fund, and for that right, they slap a fee on it so they make money. That's uh, not good enough. Uh, certainly in this market, the risk is off the charts. You know, just market valuations. It, as you know, we love the Microsoft statistic. If you bought Microsoft in 2000, 
It took you 16 years to get back to even. I want you to ask yourself, um, do you have 16 years if we see the markets continue to go down or trade sideways? And during the first 10 years of uh, Microsoft also tripled their earnings, but yet it still took you 16 years to get back to even. So you have to think about the world. You have to think about investing differently, especially as we talked about in the first and second segment. When we can get one-year money that has 50% downside protection that's paying you know, an auto-callable banknote from Morgan Stanley that was paying 5.2%, man, that's a pretty darn good you know, bond alternative. Or if you want to take 30% downside protection over a year, you can get 8%. Uh, that's, you know, those are things that we want to have conversations about. When it comes to just buying and holding, I mean, if you bought and held during this period, I mean, are, is your advisor ever going to play defense? I mean, let's just go back to 2020. Market, you know, that's the COVID year. Market was up 18%. If you had a strategy in place that raised cash based on math, statistics, algorithms, 100% non-emotional, it's repeatable. You raised some cash in March, two tranches they did. They redeployed it the beginning to mid-April. Well, they were up 40% for the year when the market was up 18. So those are types of strategies that we want to bring to the table. Yes, right now, it's painful seeing these losses. Our defense mechanism is that our growth manager that we allocate to has 50% cash. Well, that minimizes the losses, certainly. is playing defense, certainly. But more importantly, when the markets do rebound at a future date, that money, in theory, should be put to work at lower prices, and they're going to be able to recapture and recoup those losses much faster if you just own an index fund, passive investing, or if you're just down with the market. So please don't do that. So you know, we, we, we're really, really here to try to minimize you not, you know, the potential of you not making money over the next three, five, seven, ten years, because we're going to have a lot of volatility, but net-net, we may not get very far. So Okay, let's get into income, and then let's get into Social Security maximization. So let's challenge the conventional wisdom of, of income, okay? Most people are still utilizing the 4% rule. And what is the 4% rule? Well, if you can take 4% of your assets, you basically had that money last inflation-adjusted and for your life expectancy. Now, that is so dated, and is so stale of data, but I see it used all the time. I look at articles of people still writing in Wall Street Journal and Kiplinger's and other, you know, financial presses that, well, let's just use the 4% rule. Well, again, as data points change, institutions, pension funds, endowments, good advisors change along with those data points. It's not just, well, sell them may and go away. All these little one-line adages or one-line one topics that you know, you, you will prevent you from either losing money or making money that Wall Street is so genius of creating. 4%, in our opinion, just is not there anymore. We think that 4% is down to 2%, down to 2.5%. Why is it? Well, during that study where they generated the 4% rule, look at where fixed income was. Look at where interest rates were, 5 6 7 8%. So you had a lot of your money that was getting a significant yield. Today, it's just not there. So when you hear 4% rule, I think you need to knock that down to 2 2.5%. And you have a million bucks, you have 100000 you have $10 million. You know, a lot of times 2 2.5% is just not going to be there. It's not going to, or not going to be acceptable to you. So we have to look at income differently. 
And what I think when it comes to maximizing income, we have to look at strategies that we can piggyback off of the balance sheet of banks and the balance sheet of insurance companies, because they can do things in the income space that you can't, that I can't, that individual investment advisors or other advisors can't. And even if you have $100 million of investable assets, you cannot replicate those strategies. So now more than ever, if you're looking to drive income and two to 3% isn't you know, appealing to you or isn't going to meet your goals and objectives, and my goodness, if you're dollar cost averaging out of your portfolio, what if you see a large loss? Well, I mean, all of a sudden now that 2% or 4% of your taking, now maybe it's becoming six, seven, eight percent of your portfolio. So the risk of you running out of money, well, it's just there. And so we want to make sure that that is not happening. So when it comes to driving income out of your portfolio, uh, we have to look at the banks. We have to look at the notes. We have to look at auto callable notes that we can, that can generate, you know, yields that, um, you know, you and I, and we just can't replicate. There is some merit to insurance companies that offer strategies that provide lifetime income. Some are good, some are bad. I think they need to be used strategically. And they have to, you have to have somebody that knows um, the indices, that really truly knows the ins and outs of the insurance companies and those offerings. So you can take advantage of them. And we can get, you know, cash flow yields. I've seen in a lot of instances of, you know, seven, eight, nine, 10%. And it's, you know, not perfect by any means, but it just means that we can, you know, allocate less to the assets that need to generate income and more towards growth. So, you know, people need income and it really is irrelevant. If you have a two to $5 million portfolio, you're still going to need income and you're going to still need to take it strategically and you're going to need to maximize it. If you have a hundred thousand to a million, I mean, income generally what I have found is vitally important and you don't have the wherewithal in a lot of instances to possibly wait out a 5, 10, 15 year, 20 year uh, bear market or sideways market that has a lot of volatility. So a lot of income generation strategies today are going to be new to you. Let's have that conversation. 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. Give us a call or go to the website, kuhncp.com kuhncp.com. Click on the red meet with an advisor button and um, we will talk. So we talked about index annuities in the first segment or second segment. I can't remember right now, but one of the things people love the fact that you can't lose money. I mean, that, that is fantastic. And, and I get it. Uh, but a lot of them don't grow and, or at least grow to an acceptable level. And what I have found is people who sell those types of strategies generally don't look at the investment choices inside of them and make changes. When you buy an index annuity, the benefit is you can't lose money. I mean, everybody likes that. It's backed by the claims paying ability of the, of the insurance company, principal protected. Your gains are locked in, whether they're locked in annually or they're locked in every two years. I mean, you know, all of them are different. But I was on a, a conference call last, uh, last, this past week that talked about generally each of them have five to six to seven investment options. And what you find is people, advisors, they just don't recommend changes. And I think that is the amount of money that is sold in the index annuity space. I mean, it, it's staggering. I mean, especially with the market volatility. I mean, 
know, people run for the hills, and I get it. And and I think it's, like I said, a bond alternative, a very good, viable bond alternative. We don't think it's an equity replacement, even though they're sold as such. Um, but the, the amount of money that goes into them each year is, I don't, I don't, even, I don't know if it's a $200 billion, $300 billion. I mean, it, it's a lot. But those investments that are the indexes that it's benchmarked to, that is going to be the kind of the growth driver of your uh, annuity, those need to be changed. And generally, you can change them on an annual basis or every two years. And we find that most people aren't doing that. If you own an index annuity, reach out to us because we have an investment mindset. And we want to make sure that when you have an opportunity to adjust the allocation, that is being adjusted in a strategy that's going to give you the best chance to make as much money as you can based upon the market. Because a lot of the volatility control indexes that they utilize, they're going to perform better. Some use bonds as a vol control, some use cash. And, and we know those things. And those are the things that we will make sure that we might not be right. I mean, I'm please don't walk away with that, but that we're giving you based upon our advice, our professional experience, the best chance to ultimately for you to make money because I've seen too many of them not grow. Yeah, the principal protection's phenomenal, lets you sleep at night, but they're not growing either. So if you own an index annuity um, and it wasn't used strategically uh, and it's not being reallocated correctly that you feel is correctly, reach out to us, 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. We'll certainly uh, give you our complimentary review and our thoughts and recommendations, and you can do with that what you would like. Uh, because the great thing is, you know, when you buy these index annuities, if it's not being managed, which most most aren't, um, you can add a new advisor to them. Now, the new advisor doesn't get paid, um, but that's okay because, you know, we're here to help and we're here to make sure that we're growing your money. And if we do that, we think there's going to be other opportunities down the road that you're going to allow us to work um, for you on. So I hope you got a lot out of the show. It was an alternative show. We were all over the place. There are certainly things that we want to challenge the conventional wisdom, the conventional thoughts, the conventional advice that is given to individuals in that, you know, $100,000 to $10 million space, uh, because I've seen it over and over again. You're not getting any true risk management. You're paying for something that you could probably do on your own. And in this market, it's not good enough. We're not in a market, at least in my opinion, over the next 13 years, like the previous 13 years, that we're going to see 15% annualized rates of return. Or the last three years, we're going to see 25% annualized rates of return and large growth. So you have to make sure now more than ever that you have a strategy, again, that can make money in up markets, can make money in down markets, and can make money in sideways markets. You want to make sure those return drivers are not are different and not just the markets have to go up for you to make money. So give us a call, 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. Check out our blog. Check out our generational vault page at kuhncp.com. I look forward to talking with those that text in or call in or visit the website this week. More next week. This recording is for informational purposes only and should not be considered investment advice. Kuhn Capital Partners does not provide legal, accounting, or tax advice. Any statement regarding such matters is explanatory and may not be relied upon as definitive advice. Opinions expressed are current as of the date of this recording, and such opinions are subject to change. The views and opinions of guests on this program are not necessarily those of Kuhn Capital Partners.
any reference to guarantees, principal or income, protection, buffers, or defined outcome investments are generally structured notes or fixed insurance products backed by the claims paying ability of the offering company and are not insured by any government agency. Kuhn Capital Partners is not affiliated with any guests unless otherwise stated and does not guarantee the accuracy or the completeness of any data presented. Kuhn Capital Partners and its affiliates are not responsible for any trading decisions, damages, or other losses resulting from or related to the information, data analysis, or opinions in this recording. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. All investments are subject to investment risk, including but not limited to the potential loss of principal. Advisory services are offered through Kuhn Capital Partners, LLC, a registered investment advisor.